This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 357, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, March 16th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 357. It's our Comic Reviews episode for the releases from the week of Wednesday, March 16th, coming to you a little bit later than normal. This is coming out on uh, Friday, March 25th, otherwise known as Good Friday, or the release date of the uh, DC comic uh, movie uh, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, uh, which I'll actually be seeing later today. Um, so this week, uh, we have about 12 comics we're going to take a quick look at. Uh, this will be a little bit faster paced than normal because we're coming out a little late. So, uh, we're kind of going back and talking about things that everyone's already considered passe. Um, now there's a lot of comics that came out on the 16th that I did not have a chance to read at this time. And I'm going to quickly mention some of the highlights, uh, that I won't be talking about, uh, which include new issues of Batman and Robin Eternal, although I'm almost caught up to last week. Um, but not quite, uh, Dr. Fate, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, number one, which was an $8 book, but had packed in a ton of content. Um, uh, Lucifer number four, Martian Mahendra number 10, Poison Ivy, Cycle of Life and Death number three, uh, Sinestro 21, Superman, The Coming of the Superman number two, Titans Hunt number six, Mickey Mouse number 10, new issues of Uncle Scrooge, Walt Disney Comics and Stories, uh, Captain Marvel, Deadpool, Mercs for Money, Infinity Entity, the second issue already, Batman, and, sorry, Batman, Power Man and Iron Fist, that'd be one hell of a comic, Batman and Iron Fist hanging out together, uh, Silk, Squadron Supreme, Starbrand and Night Mask, Star Lord, and Uncanny and Humans. So let's talk about the books I did have a chance to read. First up, we have All New X-Men, number six. Um, I continue to really kind of dig and enjoy this title. Um, Bagley is really on fire here. I love his his artwork um, on this particular title. The the way that the characters is, are written, uh, Hopeless really has a, um, a knack for writing how, how these characters kind of interact with each other and how they, you know, approach battles etc there's a lot of fun in this book uh, a lot of good character stuff as well um for those who are really kind of enjoying what dennis hopeless is doing uh, we're actually going to be having a conversation with dennis hopeless uh very shortly um actually just in a couple of days so that'll probably uh be coming out i'm thinking as episode 359 sorry 360 um 358 i think should be our batman v superman episode so i think 360 will be a conversation with dennis hopeless and you're able to uh, hear him talking more about all new x-men but it remains a really great read um, really solid, great art, um, and this, and the story by Hopeless, again, is, is very entertaining, um, you know, issue in and issue out. Um, I think that the Blob storyline maybe feels a little like it's going on too long, but it's already kind of done, and now we're going to introduce the, the Toad, and I'm excited to see where they go from here, and again, the character work is what really makes this book pop. Because um, you really feel like you understand why these characters act a certain way, and it also doesn't always feel doom and gloom, which is really refreshing. Uh, so I give it an eight out of ten. Next up is Astonishing Ant Man number six. Now this was the book I was waiting for in a lot of ways. Um, not that I haven't been enjoying what Nick Spencer's been doing, but this this issue felt like it it kind of drew back the curtain on what's been going on with Cassie, and this felt like something I've wanted for a long time to have a bit of a more of a window into her mind, so this felt very much appreciated as a result. Uh, this issue, written by Nick Spencer, artwork by Anna, Anna Paolo Martello, uh, and I, I honestly, I kind of hope Martello, I mean, I like Rosanas as well, but I thought the artwork here was absolutely pitch perfect for 
the story that was going to be told in the flashbacks and the, the characters used. Um, this, you know, is kind of a, an issue that kind of goes, you know, we, we kind of take over the main story and we kind of have the story just looking at Cassie and what she's been going through. But it was really well done. Um, I really liked how uh, Cassie was written, especially her conversation with uh, her best friend, Katie Bishop. And in the very end, I thought it was such a cool concept of, you know, in Cassie Lang becomes Stinger in the MC2 universe, and here she becomes Stinger, but it's kind of their version of her turning into a villain uh, as part of the Power Brokers app. Um, I love this. I'm going to give this an, an 8 out of 10 as well. I thought the uh, the guest art was uh, perfectly, you know, picked. It was a really good style, and uh, it looks great, and the, str- the uh, writing by Spencer was just as strong as ever. Uh, next up is Extraordinary X-Men number 8. This is by Jeff Lemire and Humberto Ramos. I'm just not quite warming up to Ramos's kind of take, although I felt like at times it was more dialed back in this issue um, and not as over-the-top crazy. Um, the story was okay, but it, I, it's part of this Apocalypse War storyline, but I didn't really... I wasn't super invested or interested. Um, uh, the ending is definitely interesting where, you know, we see, you know, something we don't expect or we, we see that, you know, there's a, um, the, you know, the new horseman, um, and it looks like it's Colossus and Deadpool and Moon Knight and I guess Venom. It's kind of cool and weird because they're not all mutants, but it's kind of a strange concept. And the backup is more entertaining, I think, and at least explained some things that we didn't kind of have answers to yet. Um, yeah, so I, 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 this this book just isn't quite working for me. I want it. To, I want to enjoy it more than I am, and I'm, it's just not there. Um, the backup story by Ibanez, I think I like the artwork there more, um, and I think Jeff Lemire's story was a little bit better there as well. On the whole, I'm going to give it a six. Um, it has not been the strongest X book. In fact, I would say compared to the three kind of main X books, it's probably my least favorite. Um, with All New X Men and Uncanny X Men are both such well done books, completely different. Um, you know, what's the word? different feel of the books, um, different atmosphere. Everything's very different between those two. And kind of in this weird middle ground is Extraordinary, which should be the the, the kind of main book that should be the flagship, but it's it's not. It's just it's just a mess. Um, but this issue was, wasn't was like totally messy, but just I didn't think it was that enjoyable. I gave it a six, which is nice. Um, next up is Huck number five. I finally got caught up. I hadn't read issue four yet. So now I've read issue five. Um, I thought it was really well done. I, there's just some, something about this book, the way it's written, it's just so good. Um, I've never seen this version of Mark Millar. Um, I've never, there's just a sentimentality. I mean, obviously this issue, they go a little bit bigger with it, but still, Millar has never been as sentimental as he has been in this book. And just something about how he writes Huck is so endearing. And Raphael Albuquerque's artwork is just really on point as well um i get made fun of sometimes by people who've been on the show in the past for giving a lot of eights but um this book well deserves it um it's a very quality book and i'm excited to kind of see what happens in the last issue uh which will be issue number six next up is international iron man number one 
didn't really care for this myself, um, which is interesting because it, it has such a great creative team. You have Brian Michael Bendis and you have Alex Maleev, and obviously they have done really great stuff in the past, like Spider-Woman, Moon Knight, but obviously Daredevil being the big one. Um, and I, I found this to just be okay. Um, I found the artwork to not be Maleev's strongest, uh, at least the way it starts, but I, then it kind of picks up, and then I think it was a lot more enjoyable. Um and it's kind of an interesting concept that they're going towards, um, but I felt like there was a, a lot of flashback to like another person, another retcon, and uh, I don't know. It, it felt like it, it, need, it needed to give me a little bit more to go on to begin with than it did, and uh, an entire issue to set up what it does here, I just don't think it needed to be an entire issue. I think it could have been half an issue. Uh, I'm going to give it a six. Uh, next up is Kanan, Kanan number 12. Um, I, I'm not sure, is this the last issue of the series? Like, it kind of just says it's the end of, the it's the First Blood epilogue, so I don't know if this is the end or not. Uh, I know they've solicited, like, an omnibus, or no one knows if that's the proper name for it, uh, in the upcoming months. Um, so maybe this is the end, but uh, it's written by Greg Weissman, artwork by Andrea Bricardo. Um, it was, I thought it was really strong and interesting. Um, you know, it's said in the kind of the the current continuity, and it's not in the you know the past anymore. But an interesting story and kind of bringing things full circle. And uh, I've enjoyed it throughout. I mean, I don't even watch Rebels, but I've definitely been interested in this character um, and the way that this series has been written was very mature. And it was interesting to kind of see how this this character went through some horrific times and how he eventually comes out the other side of it. Uh, next, so that was a, an, an eight, meh, maybe a seven. I'll take it back. I'm going to downgrade this one to a seven. Uh, next one is Robin, Son of Batman. This is issue number 10. Uh, I'm really enjoying this. This is by a different creative team. Um, but I thought this was a really well done. It's script by Ray Fox, artwork by Raymond Box. Um, really kind of strong script in terms of how Damien is written, how he, what he's kind of up to, what um, the former kind of female nobody's up to as well. Um, the ending with like, there's going to be a massacre in Gorilla City is kind of interesting as well. Um, this book has been a surprise from the beginning. I um, It's been a lot more enjoyable than I would have originally expected. And I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. It's a, it's a strong effort by Fox and company. Uh, next up is Spider Woman number five. This book is absolutely fantastic. I'm going to give it a nine and a half. Um, it's also written by Dennis Hopeless, who, uh, as I mentioned before, will be uh, on an upcoming episode as uh, probably episode 360. Um, this is just an absolutely fantastic book. Um, the artwork is great uh, by Rodriguez, but the script by Hopeless is where it really nails this. Although, and again, the art is extremely important to making this work as well, but the script is just so on point as he really gets into the mind of Jessica Drew and you get to see, you know, what it's like for her to be, you know, a single parent and having and a new mom. And it's just absolutely breathtaking on how well done. It's so truthful. And as a relatively new parent myself, I have a two and a half year old son. It definitely it definitely rang true and it felt honest. And there was a lot of points where I definitely tugged at my heartstrings. And um, if you don't have a kid, I don't know if it's going to have quite the same feeling. I think it would still be entertaining. But if you have a child and you've had a child more recently, it might speak to you a lot more. Um, absolutely brilliant. I cannot wait to talk to Dennis about this issue in particular, but also his run. Because it's just so damn good. Uh, next up is Superman 50. Talk about from one extreme to another. Uh, this eh, wasn't very good. Um 
we finally kind of end uh, the um, the st- actually now that I think about it I think technically Superman Wonder Woman comes first but uh, anyway I'll do it out of order um, we finally have you know the final battle between Superman and Vandal Savage and it doesn't really make a lot of sense it's like weird mind trip and like through time and I just by the end of the issue was kind of like is this over yet like this is bad this is just not entertaining it's not exciting and then even when it kind of ends it doesn't even make sense like where does Savage go? Just out into space, that's it? Like, he got all this power from the comet, and uh, then she kind of shunted into space, and that's it? Like, this just this book just felt so disappointing. Uh, I'm going to give it a 4 out of 10. It, it just doesn't have a lot, you know, uh, to recommend. Not a lot that I really enjoyed. Um, it's written by Gene Lewin Yang, and artwork by Howard Porter, Ardian Siaf, Patrick Zerker, and uh, special guest artist uh, John Bogdanov, which is interesting because that's a lot of artists that I like, but I just didn't feel like their styles really gelled here. I didn't think this was their best work. It felt very rushed. Um, four to ten. Next up is Superman American Alien. Now, this has been a weird, very uneven series that kind of wants to do things in a very different way. I want some things to be kind of more canonical and other things it goes in this weird new directions. Um, if it wasn't for the artwork by Francis Manipal, I don't know how I would have felt about this issue, but his artwork is absolutely gorgeous and is what really sells this particular issue. Um, I'm going to give it a six and I think that's mainly because of the art. I, the story, it's kind of, it's kind of boring. It's, it's, you know, kind of been there, done that. Um, there's nothing new, not a lot new really is, is developed and introduced, but the artwork is gorgeous. Um, but the art isn't enough to, to make it a great read. Um, next up is Superman Wonder Woman. This is issue number 27. Um, I, I enjoy this issue more than I did Superman. I'll say that. Um, although the art could have been a little bit better. Um, it's written by Peter J. Tomasi. It's artwork by Cliff Richards and Cliff Richards art. I don't think was quite on, on task as far as I'm concerned. It felt a little soft and lacked certain details, uh, to kind of make the figures pop. I did think the story was definitely a lot stronger than, than Superman. Uh, Tomasi is a great writer, so I'm not surprised there. And it definitely felt like we were moving. Things were starting to move a little bit more and there's a little bit more of a fast pace as we we're starting to get somewhere. Uh, unfortunately then we had Superman, which was not very good. Uh, I'm going to give this issue a 6 out of 10. Um, I mean, I think the art wasn't quite up to snuff, but the script was pretty good. And next and last but not least is Web Warriors number 5, uh, which ends, I think it ends the current storyline. Um, am I crazy? Oh. Well, it says to be continued, but it feels like it kind of ends the current kind of arc. Um... It felt like a lot of gobbledygook and kind of just a lot of things happening, but not necessarily a lot of reasons for them to happen. Um, I felt like it wasn't that cohesive. My Costa wrote it, David Baldi undid the art. I'm going to give it a, a six, a week six, but a six. Um, I just didn't think it was that great a book, to be honest. And I, and I expected more because I have enjoyed you know, previous issues. Um, so if we take a quick look at comics that come out the following week, so the 23rd or really two days ago, um, some of the highlights include uh, Batman 50, which is the, the ending of the super heavy storyline by Scott Snyder and um, Greg Capullo. And it's uh, technically, I think, the the second last issue of their run. Um, we've also got new issues of Deathstroke, Grayson, Justice League 2001, Secret Six, Superman Lois and Clark, which is probably my favorite Superman book right now. 
Although I got to say, I have enjoyed the recent story um, that was kind of a flashback or not in the current continuity, but kind of a, a different story, uh, which was, I believe, in Batman Superman. That I liked. Um, new issue of We Are Robin. I can't believe that's still going. Uh, Wonder Woman hits its 50th issue. And then a Marvel, uh, sorry, before we get to Marvel, we have a new issue of uh, Claws, which I cannot wait to read. I'm so excited about that. Uh, all new All Different Avengers, number seven, which is part of Standoff. All new Hawkeye, number five. A new issue of Carnage. Hyper- uh, Hyper- sorry, Hyperion has a new issue, but also the launch. Uh, Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D., I believe it's the last issue, but it's been canceled. So it may not actually be the last issue, but it's coming soon if it's not. Uh, a new issue of Infinity uh, and Entity. Um, Illuminati, which I believe has also been cancelled now. Uh, new issues of New Avengers, which is part of Standoff. Obi-Wan and Anakin. Star Wars. Totally Awesome Hulk, which I'm really enjoying. Ultimates. Uncanny X-Men, which is part of the Apocalypse Wars. Venom, Space Knight, and X-Men. Worst X-Men ever. And that's the second issue of that series. So that's everything coming that has come out two days ago, and which we'll be talking about. And uh, you'll be able to listen to probably by Tuesday or Wednesday. I think that's when the episode will be going up next week. So thank you for joining me for this episode, which has been episode 357. You can email us at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. You can like the show on Facebook at our Facebook page for Comic Shenanigans. You can uh, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and you can also listen to us on Stitcher. Upcoming episodes, as I mentioned, uh, likely we'll have an episode talking about Batman v Superman. Um, there will be, as I said, an episode with Dennis Hopeless coming out, uh, which I'm very excited about. An episode with Christos Gage, which I'm really excited about as well. Um, future guests include uh, Jam De Mateus, uh, David Michelini, Dan Abnett, although we're still working on scheduling for that one. Um, there's a couple others, Joshua Hale Fialkov. Um, I think we're, we might be having an, another editor from Marvel uh, guesting on the show. Don't want to say who that is yet because uh, we want to confirm that we're actually getting that that person to be on the show first, uh, and a few others. So we've got a lot of exciting interviews coming out over the next few months. Uh, so be sure to look for that. Um, so thank you very much for listening to this episode, and um, make sure to check out our next episodes. We talk about Batman v Superman. Bye bye. <laughs>